Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Maria Fan, and hello to Edith, who just started first grade in Roanoke, Virginia. Mom and Dad are so proud of you and your hard work. Happy belated birthday to Annalise from Colorado, who turned six on September 12th. Happy belated birthday to Charlotte Doty, who turned 10 on September 13th. And Wesley Doty, who turned 13 on September 14th. Your family loves you so much. Happy belated birthday to Gashpar, who turned four on September 17th. Lots of love from mom, dad, Grasa, and Mateus. Happy birthday to Louise, who turns nine on September 18th. Love your mom, dad, and big sister Jane. They hope you have a wonderful year of dancing, reading, and making them laugh. Happy birthday to Benjamin from Spring Hill, Florida, who is turning six September 19th. From mom, dad, and Jason. They are so proud of you for being a great brother and a boy with a great heart. They love you so much. Happy birthday to Jerry, who is turning six on September 20th. Mommy, Daddy, and Sophie love you very much. Keep staying positive. Happy birthday to Connor, who is turning seven years old on October 20th. Your family is so proud of you and love you so, so much. Happy birthday to Elizabeth from Chicago, who is turning six on September 21st. Happy birthday to Ishana Jada from the Philippines, who is turning seven on September 21st. Mommy and Papa love you to the moon and back. Always be amazingly brave. Happy birthday to Claire, who is turning five on September 21st. Happy birthday, Claire Bear. Love Anna and Leah, mom and dad. Happy birthday to Reese from Berkeley Vale, Australia, who is turning six on September 23rd. Happy birthday to Betty from Christchurch, New Zealand, who is turning nine on September 23rd. Happy birthday to Taj from Philadelphia, who is turning seven on September 23rd. And happy birthday to Liana from Morrisville, North Carolina, who is a great artist. Mommy and Daddy and your little brother, Elia, love you so much and are so proud of you. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. Timmy is a little boy who lives with his grandpa. He loves to read, but doesn't have enough books. Timmy has all of his mother's books, but he has read them all and would love to read something new. Every week when he and his grandpa go to the grocery store, Timmy heads to the section with all the books 
and reads as much as he can while his grandpa gets groceries. After a trip to the stables outside the circus, Timmy gets to ride Tinkle, a circus pony. That evening, Timmy asks his grandpa if he can take him to the library in a nearby town so he can get more books to read. But his grandpa says he can't. How can Timmy possibly get there? Little Timmy and Tinkle travel to the library. Little Timmy and his grandpa got out of their truck and walked towards the grocery store to get their food for the week. It was their weekly ritual and one of Timmy's few opportunities to read outside of the boring school books in his classroom or the few books he had in his room. The grocery store had a whole selection full of brightly colored magazines and books. While his grandfather got the groceries for the week, Timmy would stand and read as fast and as much as possible. As they approached the small grocery store, Timmy saw pinned on the notice board a brightly colored poster advertising that the Barnum Circus was in town. For a town as small as Rye River, this was considered one of the year's biggest events, and all the kids in Timmy's class had been talking about it all week. Noticing the excitement and interest on Timmy's face, his grandfather said, I don't think we can afford to visit the circus this year. Next year should be better. Maybe we can visit the stables on the way home. Though unable to hide his disappointment, Timmy answered in his usual positive manner. Next year will be better, Grandpa. I would love to visit the stables if we can. Walking through the front door, the cashier greeted them as she always did, and Timmy ran to his usual spot to read as fast as he could. I'll take my time, but I won't be longer than 15 minutes. So get your fill, little Timmy. You know I'm not one to dally in the grocery store. Timmy ran to the corner with all the books and magazines and quickly scanned to see what he might read next. He had already read the latest Owl magazine and Ranger Rick many times. He tried to read a cookbook or two so that he could cook more than the one dish his mother had taught him when she was able to do so. Still, he could never remember the instructions, and his grandpa would get upset if he wasted even a little bit of food. Many of the books they had on the shelf didn't interest Timmy much, and by the time he got through some of them, they would be sold before he could finish it. His grandpa didn't like him reading comics for reasons he couldn't remember, so he chose a Zoo Books magazine with a rhino on the cover. He liked rhinos. They seemed persistent, just like him. Let's go, little Timmy, his grandpa said, less than 15 minutes later. If you want to stop by the circus stables, we have to get going. Grandpa, did you know that rhino armor is not as impenetrable as it might appear? It can be sensitive and is susceptible to sunburns and insect bites. Rhinos take mud baths 
to act as sunscreen and bug repellent, Timmy said excitedly. That's exactly what it said in the magazine I read. His grandfather simply grunted. The circus tent was set up in a vacant lot near the soccer field. Its faded red and white stripes and tattered canvas showing its long history of entertaining kids in small towns all across Canada. Timmy thought it looked magical. The outside had stalls for food and games, including candied apples, all things that Timmy could only dream of. At the back were the temporary stables, where Timmy's grandpa knew someone who would let them have a short visit. Timmy's grandpa seemed to have little patience for anything besides work and sitting in his rocking chair on the porch drinking tea. Amongst the large horses, dogs, and a bear that looked at least 100 years old, patiently stood a small circus pony with a dappled gray coat shimmering under the sun. It was fitted with a deep blue saddle blanketed in gold star patterns, and its mane was intricately braided, dotted with tiny colorful rainbows that fluttered with every shake of its head. Can I ride the pony, Grandpa? Timmy asked excitedly. No, Timmy, you are too young and too small. Your mother would never approve. But Grandpa, I am already seven years old. I am almost grown up. His grandfather looked at him with his usual hard stare. Though seven years old, Timmy was extremely small for his age, and his grandfather always worried that he would suffer from the same sickness that took his mother too soon. He was often hard on Timmy to protect him, as he didn't want to lose him too. No, Timmy, you might get hurt, and that pony looks a bit wild. Mr. Robert, the stable master, came over and said, I see you have your eye on Tinkle. Tinkle is the most gentle pony you will ever ride. He's really smart too. Timmy's grandfather sighed. Can I ride him, Grandpa? Timmy asked yet again, with the same level of excitement as the first. Mr. Robert piped up and said with a smile, no charge for an old friend. Timmy's grandfather finally relented. Timmy got to ride the pony. The look of excitement on his face was evident, a big smile and a sparkle in his eyes. For seven, he was small and had to hold on tight. But the pony Tinkle, sensing his excitement, stood still while Timmy sat on his back. Hold on tight, don't fall and get your new overalls dirty, his grandfather said. Timmy didn't hear him because he was in his own little world as Mr. Roberts first led him around the stable on the back of Tinkle. And then, once he felt that Timmy was comfortable holding on, he let Timmy lead Tinkle all by himself. Tinkle was a miniature circus pony and was a crowd favorite at the circus. Despite their small size, 
These ponies are known for their agility and ability to perform a wide range of tricks. You two ride well together. You would think you had been riding together for years, Mr. Roberts laughed. Looking at Timmy's grandfather, he continued, I've never seen a horse and rider communicate so well together so quickly. Perhaps he should join the circus. Timmy's grandfather grunted. The ride lasted less than 10 minutes, but to Timmy, it felt like the highlight of his year. The next day after school, Timmy got off the bus and walked up the long lane that led to his grandfather's house. It used to be a working farm, but without any help, his grandfather found the operation of the place too much for him and found work as a farmer for a larger operation 45 minutes away. He lived too far away from his friends at school and had no other way to get home other than the old, noisy school bus. This meant that Timmy spent most of his time after school alone. Timmy walked into his bedroom on the second floor. It was a small space with weathered wallpaper on the walls and photos of his father and mother from years past. There was not much else as he didn't have the usual toys that other kids his age had. He did have books. His mother loved books, and it was through books that he escaped the loneliness he sometimes felt. Timmy felt most comfortable in his room. This is where he felt safe. But exploring the fields outside the house is where he felt most alive. In the fields, he got to do all the things that his overprotective grandfather wouldn't allow him to do, like jumping over mud puddles, climbing trees, and talking to the animals that flourished in the fields and woods that separated each of the lots. Timmy talked to the animals a lot. Tired from gym class, he plopped on his bed, the spring squeaking with effort after years of use, he looked at the black and white photo of his mother that he had on the cabinet by his bed and wished she was still around to meet him when he got home from school. She had told him many times how important it was to read as much as he could, that it was a doorway to a greater world outside their own, that it led to knowledge and that knowledge could lead to all kinds of opportunities. It was her wish that he read as much as possible. Though his mother left him all of her books, looking at all the books on the shelves, floor, and desk, he wished he had many more. He had read all the books many times over. How would he follow his mother's wishes if he didn't have more books? Looking up to the window, the wind blowing the old yellowed curtains he saw the sun shining through the clouds. Maybe that is Mom now looking down at me, he thought. Then he heard the sound of his grandfather's old truck coming up the lane, meaning it was time to help with dinner. His grandfather was kind to him, but he didn't have the same abilities as his mother in the kitchen. So, 
Unless he wanted another meal of bread pudding and sweet sauce, he needed to help prepare dinner. Bread pudding was the only dish Timmy could make. His mother had taught him before she left, but he knew from the books that one can't live on dessert alone. He had tried once when his grandfather was particularly busy one weekend, and he was left alone to cook for himself. But after eating bread pudding for every meal, he got sick, and his grandfather got angry at him. After dinner, it was Timmy's job to clean up and wash the dishes, while his grandfather sat on his rocking chair out on the porch drinking tea and listening to his favorite radio show. I finished my chores, Grandpa, Timmy said, coming out on the porch. Did you get your studies done after school? His grandfather asked. Yes, Grandpa. Then off to bed with you, he said. Grandpa? Yes, Timmy, his grandfather said with a sigh. He wasn't particularly fond of being interrupted while listening to his favorite show. Do you think you would have time to take me to the library over in Barleybrook? I can take out 10 books from the library at a time now, and that will last me a couple of weeks. Timmy, I've told you many times that I just can't take any time off to drive you to Barleybrook. I've got to work another year to pay off the debt on this farm, and then I'll have more time and money for such things. If your father hadn't, it's just not possible right now. Maybe you can ask that teacher of yours to find something else to read. But no buts. Go get cleaned up and off to bed with you, his grandfather said as quickly as he could, now that the commercial was done playing and his show was back. Yes, Grandpa. Timmy took off his overalls and tattered t-shirt that belonged to his father and got ready for his bath. Timmy liked wearing these clothes because it made him look like his father. Sitting in the bathtub, Timmy felt frustrated. He needed more books and felt like he was letting his mother down if he didn't keep reading. The school he went to had an incredibly poor library and he had read all the books on his favorite subjects in science and science fiction. Timmy was determined to read as much about the world as possible, and he was sure the Barley Brook Library would have everything he would want to read on its shelves. But how to get there? His teachers might help, but they all lived in the opposite direction or in Rye River and he was tired of always asking for their help. He wanted to help himself. It was the one thing his grandfather had always taught him, independence. But he couldn't possibly walk there. He kept thinking about ways he might get to the library as he got dressed and finally laid down in bed with the stories his mother read him before he went to sleep. Then he had an idea. What if he rode there? The circus wouldn't be having any performances for the next couple of days as they tore down the tent and got ready to leave. 
Maybe he could ride Tinkle to the library in Barley Brook. Surely no one would miss him for an afternoon. Now he had to figure out how to get to the circus tent. And that is what he thought about as he fell fast asleep. And that is the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.